0: recording. Um, are we going to start with question six then?
1: I figure. Wait, Melanie, can you read it again?
2: Sure. One commentator who reviewed the film said we all know the excruciating nightmare that's middle school when all of a sudden you no longer take for granted what your parents tell you and decide what you really need is to be considered cool or at least not a total loser by your friends at school now multiply that by the big unregulated worlds of the internet this is why there's a spike in anxiety depression self-harm and suicide attempts by the girls of gen z current middle school in high schoolers as much as triple in some categories do you agree with this comment state reasons in support of your opinion um okay well well, there's actually more suicide attempts by guys so just gonna put that out there
1: yeah of course and i'm not like a girl of gen z but i like where do they get the like, what is their source for the fact that girls of Gen Z commit suicide? Um, yeah, I have more frequently to. because of their online activities. I think these the person who wrote this questions might be out of touch. I don't know. Well, right. I don't really.
3: I watched the movie like a month ago, or like maybe more. Hey, what I'm, movie is it
2: even talking about?
3: <laughs> the social dilemma. Oh, that's a movie? Yes. Oh, I knew that. I watched the movie like more than a month ago because I, I was watching it with my family instead. And they had these charts showing that, I don't really remember where their source was, but showing how the suicide rates of people in general have increased over like the increase of like technology and social apps like this. And uh, the uh, suicides in the girls, um, charts were definitely way higher and they showed that through one of the characters, how social media can cause anxiety or depression. I think in the,
4: in the movie, they were kind of describing how social media kind of creates this false, um, not, um, false sense of how one should look and, I think that's what they were attributing because in the movie the girl she was covering her ears a lot because she
0: saw a comment about that um yeah i would say for sure that social media has like an impact on basically everyone not only girls but i don't i don't think it goes as far as like i mean yes sometimes obviously like suicide is um is a is a product of what whatever you saw on social media but I don't think like those two directly correlate um but however yeah like it sometimes it can lead to what whatever anxiety depression self-harm and suicide attempts but once again I don't think it's like directly linked in my opinion
3: Well, yeah, I've seen in other shows even, like in like shows about teenagers and stuff, um, someone being bullied online can cause them to like commit suicide or cause them harm. But really in reality, I think that Even when someone is being bullied online, it's so hidden just because of so many ways these apps have made everything like secret, like Snapchat, the messages disappear. And like, you can always just delete them and all this stuff. So they have definitely made it harder to find like, if someone does commit suicide, they've made it harder for them to like, find evidence online of any reasons that could have happened
1: yeah i took a second to look at this article written by let's see the sun that goes over the statistics of girls suicides storing 150 percent because of cyberbullying but still again they don't <clears throat> give particular evidence like specific evidence as to how these figures correlate because yeah. while it's undoubtable that you know, social media can lead to depression, self-harm, and even suicide. We've had cases of that before. I don't think every case of such a thing is really as <coughs> prevalent and as cor yeah, correlative or correlated, my bad. As correlated as these people try to make it out to be. Like there's a whole slew of far worse things that can go on in any single individual's life that could push them to the or over the edge. I don't think social media is the primary factor, the primary cause for all these suicides. And one particular quote I want to point out is um, hold on, let me find it. Yeah. A whole generation is more anxious, more fragile, more depressed. They're much less comfortable taking risks. The rate at which they get driver's licenses have been dropping. The number who have ever gone out on a date or had any kind of romantic interaction is dropping rapidly. This is a real change in a generation. And they attribute that to the advent of social media, which I feel as if they're like, you know basically sliding the entire generation wow because they're able to communicate from anywhere (laughs) suddenly they're far more self-conscious that doesn't really add up yeah
2: i agree with what you're saying because like people have other reasons to be depressed and like stuff besides just social media and then also i literally looked up the statistics and said Men die by suicide 3.53 times more than women. So,
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't know men what died, that person is saying. They're not using men's figures to display, like, why are the men dying? Is it social media? Men use social media, too.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, everyone uses social media, so...
1: Why aren't... I mean, not
2: everybody gets depressed because of social media. And, like, they can't just say that that's the reason without, like, having any evidence because I'm sure that's the reason for some people because they get, like, directly cyberbullied and stuff. But then, like, that's not the case for everybody.
1: Yeah, I think it's a really out-of-touch opinion. It's super misguided and possibly, like, even destructive to the future. Yeah, I feel people. like it's
2: kind of offensive to, to like, the people... Because, like, people actually have, like, reasons besides, like, social media and, like, far yeah, yeah, better Yeah,
1: exactly. Reasons. That brings up the point, like, if someone wants to commit suicide and they have, like, mental health issues and all that stuff, and depression, like, actual depression or something's wrong, and then imagine just being told by your parents, it's that phone, it's that social media you're on. Or yeah, literally, that's
2: <laughs> what, like, everybody doing, says, but wrong. that's not the problem
1: that will only cause more damage than, you know, fix problems in the long run, in all honesty. And again, not denying the link between social media and suicide, but to make such a rash generalization just doesn't sit well with me or I figure the majority of the generation.
3: Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying, especially when you were talking about how there's like less people like going out dates, driver's license rates are dropping and all that stuff. And I was thinking it's because like, people are like thinking like they made all these new dating apps and stuff. But also, people can obviously talk to people online. But also they get anxiety with that as well. Because they can be not even talking to real people. It's so easy. They've made it so easy to go on and create fake social media accounts, fake accounts for dating apps. And really, it like, dating apps shouldn't exist. Like, I think, yes, they help people. Like, people have gotten married from dating apps. But also, they've caused a lot of people harm, too. Thinking, like, I saw this whole movie one time where this guy met this girl online and it was just a fake person playing a prank on him. And then he ended up going psycho, so... Yeah, and then like people
2: literally like playing kidnappings and stuff and like abduct people when they're just pretending to be someone else. But like also I don't think that's like the cause of social media. I think that's just because there's like crazy people who just use social media as a way to get what they want. But like, I don't think that like, it could really be prevented. Because, yeah.
1: Yeah, they use it as an outlet, I figure. I mean, I don't necessarily think there's an issue with like, dating social media or any so for the majority of the social media that exists, um, used the way they're intended to be used. And honestly, <clears throat> like I said, the people who made those claims were probably really out of touch with the generation. They're like, oh, not as many people are going on dates, but so many people are using Tinder and so many people are actually finding matches on Tinder. <clears throat> so maybe it's not that they're not going on physical dates, more they're dating via alter- or alternative means. They're doing it in a different way, in a way that these scientists don't particularly understand. But, okay, you want to move on to another question?
0: Yeah, so I think we all collectively agree that we disagree with the commentator who said that, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Also, like, one last thing, the driver's license thing, that makes no sense to me because like literally all my friends besides me, because I've just been too lazy, have like started like everything for their permit and everything and their license, like the minute they turn like 15 and a half.
1: It makes sense, it makes sense. Like in places like where we live, yeah, maybe the driver's license rates haven't dropped, but say for example, like a city there's always been public transport and now with like the invention of something like uber less people are getting their driver's licenses because there's less of a reason to get one right yeah no that conveniences
2: like, doesn't really have any with social media it's just like drivers yeah who like a lot of people profit off of driving people places and that's like their job so but it doesn't really have anything to do with social media
1: yeah like if you consider typing is basically pushing writing more and more into obscurity um in all honesty like can you blame people for getting less driver's licenses when uber exists or other options exist they don't really need <clears throat> to learn how yeah. to drive as much and especially with like You know how technology is evolving with self-driving cars and all that. Soon enough, less people are going to need to know how to drive. Less people are going to need to know how to do many things. Yeah, also like necessarily bad.
2: There's a lot of people that like their family just can't like afford like multiple cars and stuff. So, like people like can't drive. You know, like they can like learn and everything but like there's not going to be a way for them to drive if like there's public transportation that's like a lot less expensive
1: well there's a difference between saying you can't drive can't drive is closer to a dystopian society like can't drive as in you're not permitted to do such a thing can't drive as in you never learned how okay that's a different story just wanted to make that distinction but I think we should move on to another question.
4: Yeah. Should I read number eight? Sure. Okay. This is from the script for the movie. We curate our lives around this perceived sense of perfection because we get rewarded in these short-term signals, hearts, likes, thumbs-ups, and we conflate with that with value, and we conflate it with truth. And instead, what it really is is fake, brittle popularity that's short term and that leaves you even more and you admit it vacant and empty before you did because then it forces you into this vicious cycle where you're like what's the next thing I need to do now because I really need it back do you agree or disagree with this statement
0: um I agree I would definitely say a lot of people base their like I don't know, there's just kind of this hierarchy of popularity and people just always base it off of likes and followers and things like that. Um, So I would definitely say it's, yeah, our lives are basically curated around this fake sense of perfection that we have to have enough likes or followers or things like that in order to be good enough. Um I don't know, that's just my opinion. If you guys wanna add on to that or disagree, go ahead.
4: I, I agree with you. I feel like a lot of people kind of um like they're really stuck on how many likes did this one post get or whatsoever, but um I, yeah, I feel like that's one of the negatives of
0: social media.
1: Like are we talking on a case by case basis about ourselves or just generally?
0: I think we're talking generally. I just I just well, said my <coughs> opinion on Yeah, it.
1: generally definitely people. Obsess over their own statistics, it's obviously within human nature <clears throat> to be competitive, but you know, I do definitely think it's an issue where people base their self worth on numbers they get on social media and of course, like large social large amounts of social media influence can definitely lead to career paths and positive outlets for you to voice you know, or make awareness for specific causes, of course. But, you know, it's only harmful, again, when you base your self-worth on such things.
3: Yeah, I agree. I think there's like a few different reasons that you could want to see the statistics of your like social media accounts. And like one of them is definitely being like, oh, I'm so popular, I have more likes than like a lot of people or whatever. But another way is like, if you're an influencer, like YouTuber, or anything like that, and you're trying to like grow your platform, just because you're trying to do something good, it also can be helpful to see those because it can even like make you happier seeing that you're following or like your profile is expanding. And especially if your profile is something like that has to do with mental health or something and it's helping other people it is it can be exciting to see um like likes and expanding in your account
1: it only hurts when you start comparing your statistics to other people i guess
3: yeah but like also
2: like it was just talking about like popularity in general and not just like self like self i don't know how to explain it but like just, like, in our general society. Like, like, honestly, social media and, like, how many followers someone has, like, that does not define anything to, like, other people. So...
1: It shouldn't, but I think it does. Yeah, for sure it does. But if you, you know, do everything relatively and you're always comparing yourself to the top, then by that sense, everyone I know is basically worth dirt. because there's no way you're able to even, or you're probably gonna be able to come close to the top of say Instagram, for example. So what's the point, right? People just set their, sorry, I'm sick. They set like a bubble in which they compare themselves to. And you know, it's worthless. It means nothing. They fail to see the bigger picture
2: yeah and even once like seeing the big, bigger
1: picture it doesn't even matter then it really doesn't it doesn't matter
2: people like do that regardless of whether they're social media or not they're like they literally just yeah. compare themselves like in everyday life and then of like course. it doesn't even matter like if you see somebody you're gonna be like oh wow like i wish i look like them or i'm so ugly or something but that can happen like in real life and on social media but like it doesn't really change the fact that like it would happen regardless, like whether social media was a thing or not. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's a good point. Like no matter what, people are gonna find ways to compare themselves to others. Social media is just another way, right? Okay. Uh, can we do number four, can you read number four? Yeah,
3: I was exactly gonna say that because I was thinking we could read the question And then go through and say our reasons for
0: our answer. Who wants to... Does anyone want to go first?
1: Oh, the question is, do you think that you could go a week without your cell phone?
2: Yeah. I can go, I guess. Um, I don't, but that's like because at least at the moment that's like one of the only ways that I talk to my friends. And also like a lot of my friends have like mental health problems and stuff and then like that's kind of like how I talk to them and how like I'm there for them especially during like corona and stuff so yeah like going a week without myself um I would like miss a lot and then I wouldn't be able to like be there or like even realize that people were going through something so
4: yeah i agree i feel like especially with corona going on having a cell phone is like the only way that you can communicate with like friends and family and i feel like maybe pre-covid i probably if i wanted to i probably could try without a week without my phone but due to what we're in at the moment, I probably wouldn't be able to go a week without my phone.
1: Uh, I definitely could go a week without my phone, but what's the point? Like as Melanie said, uh, you need to like, okay, basically all your friends, every basically everyone you know is on social media, is on the phone, right? If you wanna communicate with them, especially in this current day and age, you're there. So you're basically trapped in a vortex of, <clears throat> if you want easy communication with the people you know, and or love, then you don't really have many options besides your phone. I mean, yeah, you're I you're not gonna go... like
2: send people letters in the mail because that takes like- Yeah, hours. like
1: what's the point? Why would we not use our cell phones?
2: Because it's much easier, like, and faster communication, especially, like, if you need to get to someone quickly, you're not going to, like, send them a letter in the mail or something. Because then it takes a really long time to, like, get the message to anybody. And if there's, like, a better way to do it, like, I don't understand why we wouldn't.
1: Exactly. I, it's not destructive in any way to make or to contact people you know via your phone. And furthermore, I think at this point, like in this day and age, it's kind of a necessity. How are you supposed to upload like, for example, your assignments to Google Classroom that you write on paper? You need your phone to do that.
2: Because you like have to take a picture of it and stuff.
1: Some people don't have computers. They need their phones.
3: Um, I think I could go a week without my cell phone because If you really think about it like i didn't get my phone until i was like in seventh grade so um i went that many years without a cell phone i could go a week without it now and also when you guys are talking about sending letters i actually do write to my friends we do write letters and stuff because we just think it's so much fun to like write letters and talk through that way because it gets your face off a screen and also not being on your phone um, like, can allow you to find different outlets to, um, find a way to, like, help your mental health and stuff, like, it's always good to find new ways to, um, help that, like, um, like, for me, I like dancing and, like, um, doing, like, musical theater and stuff, like, that's the type of stuff that entertains me, and I really, like, that's my creative outlet, so, Finding more creative outlets can really help with that. And um, when you guys are talking about like, oh, if we have to upload assignments or all that, really, those are just excuses. Like those are almost like excuses to have your phone because um, you could say, oh, the week that I'm going without my cell phone is the week I don't have school. And it's funny because there's so many ways where like certain pieces of technology have been, like, discarded. Like, a lot of my friends don't even have landlines anymore in their houses. I still have a landline, so, like, I'm able to make calls through that. So I don't really need my cell phone unless I want to go on social media.
1: Hmm, well, though, here's the question I post to you, though. Do you really think writing letters is more convenient than... It's not, right? It's not more convenient than using your phone, is it?
3: Oh, it definitely is. Yeah.
1: Like, I figure if you want to make a message to someone, why go through their trouble when more modern technology exists?
3: Well, for me, it's not really about convenience because I could text my friends whenever I want. Like, I do have the power to use my phone. But writing letters is just...
1: It's a creative that's, outlet, right? Yeah,
3: fun activity. Like, we and decorate I agree. the envelopes and, like, we send each other letters and, like, we talk about different stuff that's going on without having to, like, respond right away or whatever.
1: Every normal person should have a creative outlet. I completely agree with Yeah, that. I
3: agree with that. We're
1: but... not talking about how, like, because the hypothetical person we're thinking about is someone who is obsessed with using their phone on their phone, like, 24 hours a day. But no every normal healthy person should have creative outlets that are not particularly limited to their phones but yeah, um
2: i'd also like to that doesn't I...
1: make your phone redundant for its actual use cases and yeah. i mean i think anyone could go a week without their phone technically and be all right or hopefully if you can't then that's not healthy but Why would you?
2: Yeah, also someone was talking about like how not being on your phone for a week can like help you mentally. Like that's true, I guess. But also I would like to point out that I talk to my therapist over the phone right now because of Corona and stuff like that. And that's like how people get like their mental help right now and like how they get support so and then like a bunch of people like use like facetime or something like that or like zoom or whatever because they like actually want to be able to see each other instead of just like being on the phone with like your voice or whatever so yeah
1: it connects people misha do you think social interactions especially convenient social interactions brought about by Phones, do you think those are important or not?
3: Well, obviously now they're very important. Like if I go like too long without talking to my friends or anything, I like, I don't know. I kinda like, I can get depressed if I go too long without talking to my friends. Like, especially when I was younger and I didn't even have a phone. But I, like my parents were like very strict about if I saw my friends, like hanging out with them. And especially now it's more strict because of COVID and no one wants to be exposed to it. So obviously there is benefits to having a phone, but um, go, going back to the original question, yeah, I, I mean, as you guys were saying, anyone could go a week without their cell phone, but it's just whether or not they think they want to, like if they have the self control. it comes
1: down, oh, go ahead.
3: I said it comes down to whether or not they have the self-control to want to.
1: Not necessarily. It comes down more so to uh, how much they value the social interactions that take place on their phone or whatever else is taking place on their phone. But I agree with you. You know, you're not supposed to spend your entire life on your phone. But hopefully you can agree with me on the fact that phones do have their value they are important and they do connect us ultimately but um i guess we have to go right
2: she said like when we're done we go before we go anthony
1: you want to say anything which question was this
0: four four Yeah, I could go a week without my phone. I just need something to do. But, like, if I'm just sitting here
2: doing nothing, I need something. I'm not just going to sit there and stare at a wall. Yeah, but, like, also, if you're trying to, like, have communications with somebody, and, like, if your friends, like, urgently need something, like, that's kind of the way that you communicate, and like, if you need to be there for somebody, like, you're not going to be able to know if you don't at least like have access to your cell phone. Like, I could go a week without it. But like, I'd have to be able to like, check it maybe like once a night to make sure like, nobody like actually desperately needs anything from me.
1: All right, that's fair. I think the better question would be like, not can you go a week completely without your phone more so can you go a week with minimal phone usage? Cuz of course using your phone is like a recreational activity. A lot of stuff you do on it doesn't serve much of a purpose.
3: But yeah, I think what this question what personally I think what this question was more aimed toward was um going without social media on your phone like certain apps because just because you give up your cell phone doesn't mean like there's other ways to like call people if that makes sense with still giving up your cell phone because like people have computers where they can like facetime or zoom or whatever i think what they mean by giving up your cell phone is being able to give up like this social media and apps on it just because that's like what this movie was about
1: does like the phone app or your text messages fall under that
3: no because i i can like text from my computer i can facetime from my computer well if
1: the computer's in the question then it doesn't much matter to me i'd be doing basically the same
2: yeah computers also have like instagram or like tiktok or whatever and then there's also ways you can like download snapchat too on your
3: computer
1: yeah you can use the
3: emulator like yeah because i think if the question was aimed not mainly at social media it would have been could you go without technology for a week Yeah, you know yeah well that's like
2: kind of impossible in like people's everyday life like
1: can you go without recreational technology
2: yeah well i'm pretty sure like we could but like once again i don't really see like how there's a benefit to that, unless you're usually like excessively like overusing your phone and
1: stuff.
3: Yeah, I can understand like parents wanting to take away technology if their kid like, won't even like come to dinner. Like, Um, it like just reminds me of in like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory or whatever, there's the kid who like only sits in front of the TV. He never leaves the TV room. And so, if someone is like that, I can understand, like, wanting them to, like, take a break from technology.
1: Mm, yeah.
3: Yeah. The, the but... people
1: that need the break the most.
2: Yeah, like, the people that their entire life is, like, on social media or whatever, like, obviously, they could benefit from, like, a break but people that just, like, use their phone to, like, for their social interaction with, like, their friends and, like, to check up on people. Like, I don't really see how there would be a benefit to not using your phone for, like, a week.
3: Do you guys want to um go over the prompts now? We're... I guess. Sure. Yeah, okay, I'll read it. Um, are we in the United States closer to a dystopian society than we have
0: been in the past or not?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, me too. And I would say definitely like technology has a big influence on the dystopian society.
1: Yeah, well, honestly, you can't deny that more and more of our lives like necessitates the usage of... Um, technology as society advances it's only going to increase the amount of technology we use on a regular basis and unfortunately like the government or other sources other companies even foreign governments take that as an opportunity to intrude on our usage habits and you know take note of the information we insert or are searching for anything of that nature, they store it and they either sell it to advertisers or use it to plug into their algorithms to get more targeted content towards you, or to provide more targeted content for you, so that you continue to continue to use these social media services. And, you know, eventually, when our lives become completely dictated by or i don't know how to say this exactly like completely controlled by social technology when that happens there's going to be people who make the technology there's going to have to be people who regulate the technology and because we're all humans some people are going to find some ways to selfishly take advantage of it and there's a high possibility that you know, maybe say the government, for example, is going to be able to control parts of our lives via these new technological advancements, even ones that we currently have. Like your internet service provider, for example, can see everything you search and every message you cons- or every message you send over your iMessages. And. I don't know if they still, if they still do this, but they can also get logs of your phone calls for up to 30 days. So, or they could at least at one point.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure like, they still can, if like, they need to, but there's also like benefits to that. Like if there's like something illegal going on, and then they're like able to check the like phone records and stuff. And also like, I don't know if it's Technology, that is like the reason for us being like closer to a dystopian society, because, like, I think it's just the people that like choose to abuse it, and yeah, because, like, obviously there's benefits to technology, but then there's also like bad things. oh I think
1: technology is an outlet for abuse.
2: Yeah. Like, technology, it wasn't meant to, like, be like this. It's just, like, certain people choose to use it this way. But if it weren't for the people who choose to abuse it and everything, like, it would be a good thing more so than it is.
1: Maybe. Um, I, my
3: brother's talking, so I haven't really been able to hear everything you guys have said. But, so, um, I it, we're, I think we're definitely closer to a dystopian society, um, before. than we've been um, in the past, just because there's been constant development in technology um, I've been, and, I've been texting every day. like, surveillance um, and all this stuff. But I think, yeah. um like obviously we're gonna end up in the future getting really close to dystopian society but for some reason I don't feel like we'll ever reach it just because we have these like we have books like 1984 and because like everyone thinks they're so important that like we never want our society to end up like that
1: yeah because yeah I mean there's fail-safes in almost every system be it via artificial intelligence and there's many regulations from, you know, foreign powers that dictate what a specific company is able to do with the information that they receive from you. But, you know, I think it could go, it could go either way, but the more technology that exists, the easier it is for us to be closer to a dystopian society at the very least. Okay.
2: I agree. Like, it's easier for, like, the bad people to, like, get what they're looking for. Like, it's easier to, like, lure kids in to, like, be kidnapped or, like, abducted or whatever, stuff like that. But then it's also helpful in some ways as well because, like, the good people that choose to use it, like, can communicate faster if they like need to get a message through or whatever
1: Uh, i hate to say this but i think those examples are relatively small scale and wouldn't necessarily contribute to a dystopian society we're talking more about like the government and how they you like enforce their power via social media or technology on a mass scale not like the people abducting kids—that's bad, but not the norm, I think.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying, like it's growing with society, technology. Yeah. But I agree that, like, the government.
1: Well, I think for those kinds of things, there's also more developments against, um, like kidnappers. There's a uh, more safety measures in place as technology. Advances for many kinds of cyber crimes.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Okay. Okay, and I think, I think we're done.
0: yeah, we should wrap this up. All
1: right. Thank you for listening to our podcast.